Welcome everybody to Inside the Dome. So, the second round of the NBA playoffs has ended. So, the Heat, the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Nuggets all moved on. Yep. Dan, what do you think about the matchups coming up? Uh, Tuesday, you know, we got Lakers-Nuggets, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, not the biggest fan of the Lakers. Um... I honestly do think that they're a pretty solid competitor, though. I think they're going to match up well with Denver. I think AD and Jokic are going to go bucket for bucket in the paint. It'll be the battle between them, too. I think it will be, and I think it's going to be interesting. Um, if you check on any on any app, I mean, Denver's Denver has a six-point favorite right now. Um, they're holding the money line at minus 250. You, you, you could take them at minus 250, or you could take the Lakers at plus 205, however you want to go. Over-under is 222, so... You guys think the points are going to be over or under? Uh, I think Nuggets are probably the favorite, I would say, if I had to pick the Nuggets. Yeah. I'd go that. But, I mean, this is a very interesting series because it's probably the more exciting series of the two. <coughs> the Lakers, I mean, everybody loves watching Lakers right now. LeBron James, he's doing well. Anthony Davis, I mean, God, he was incredible the last game. He had yeah. like 20-something rebounds. Yeah, he's he's been insane. He be, he became Kevon Looney, just <laughs> I, like that. I, I, uh, that's, that's that's kind of insulting. I'm that's not my lie. man, though. But that's kind of insulting. Lakers, though. I mean, they've been great. The Nuggets, though, they've steamrolled the past two teams. Yeah. On like they demolished the Suns at the yeah. end. So we'll, we'll talk about them later. I oh, I, we'll I, I got I got a, bo- a bone to pick with my Suns. Oh yeah. But uh, we'll talk about them. But they the Nuggets steamrolled the Suns. Who they play first round. Uh, the Nuggets played, oh my god, bro. Minnesota. Did they? No. No, Minnesota, Minnesota was out. Yeah, Minnesota's out. What are you... <laughs> Isn't that the Timberwolves? Oh my, that, that is the Timberwolves, actually. They did play them. Um, but Denver has a 57.5% chance to win, which is honestly shocking that it's nearly 50-50. Yeah. I don't... They did play the Timberwolves. I don't right. see... I don't see... A team beating the Nuggets right now, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna like cruise. I mean, they they, they might win. They might win in six or seven, which is still gonna be tough. But I, I don't. I, I don't see a team really beating them. I think, I think Boston could put us put a fight up. I don't think the Heat are getting past Boston. Yeah, I think the but, thing with the Nuggets is that Nikola Jokic is actually playing like an MVP right now. Oh yeah, He's, we'll talk about the other. The guy who actually won the MVP. I got a bone to pick with him, too. But Nikola Jokic is actually playing like an MVP right now. Mm-hmm. You got Jamal Murray, who, in the bubble, he was fantastic. And this is the bubble rematch right here. Mm-hmm. All four teams were in the bubble. This is uh-huh. a bubble rematch. So who are you? So I, I'm myself, I'm taking, I'm taking Nuggets in seven. What are you guys thinking for your series predictions? I I'm taking Nuggets in seven. I take Nuggets. I might have to agree with you, Nuggets in seven. Nuggets I in think. Seven. I mean, this could go back and forth. I mean, I mean, if Anthony Davis might he might be healthy three games, but he might get injured three games. Yeah, he might get taken out on a wheelchair again. <laughs> uh huh. And those three games could go in the Lakers' favor. You know, yeah. I'm like I. They're they're really going to go bucket for bucket. They're they're too fantastic. I mean, Lonnie Walker Lakers. might steal a game. Again, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> That's true. You got, I mean, the Lakers, I love their depth. We talked about them before. I love Austin Reeves. You saw that half-court shot oh, yeah. at, at the oh, end. Oh, yeah. You LeBron... slapped that dude in the face at the end there. You <laughs> see that? <laughs> LeBron James is LeBron James. I mean, he cries half the time, but yeah. he's great. He's great. I what mean, do you think of Carlin? What do you think Nuggets and six. Nuggets and six. Nuggets, Nuggets and six. six. Well, you want to move on to the next game here? Wednesday night? Yep. We got the Celtics and the Heat. Yep. Carlin is a Celtics fan for some odd reason. But, uh, <laughs> hey, at least my team's still in the playoffs. Fair Shut enough, up. fair <laughs> enough. But, yeah, we got Celtics Heat, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. As of right now, the Celtics are eight-point favorites, holding a money line at minus 365. And if you want to take the Heat, their money line is plus 285. Lines will change before before Wednesday for sure. The over-under for the game is 210 um, which honestly, if the Celtics play the way that they did this past game, um, that I would hammer the over. But um, as of right now, for this game on Wednesday, it's in Boston, so they currently have an eighty-five and a half percent chance to win. 
What are your guys' thoughts? I was going to say Heat, but after that Celtics game, they de- completely demolished the Sixers. We'll talk about that oh, specifically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at first I thought, man, the Heat, I mean, oh, they yeah. beat... They beat the Bucks, then they just beat the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks yeah. are, are the Knicks are probably not as good They're as poverty. the Bucks. They're poverty. They are poverty. We'll talk about them later. Jack. I got a bone pick with them too. But <laughs> I mean, I thought I mean Jimmy Butler is him. He can steal games. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Which is why I think this series is gonna be great. But Tatum just proved he can win game sevens. Mm-hmm. He proved. I mean, I've been critical of him. I've been a, very critical of him. But, I mean, this Game 7, 51, most ever in a Game 7. Oh, yeah. I mean, he proved he can be clutch. And that's exactly why I'm taking Celtics in 7. I'm taking them in 7. I think they're going to get a little bit... I think they're going to win this first game. They're going to go to... They're going to... Game 2 in Boston. They're going to take it. The series is going to be 1-1, right? I think in the middle of the series, kind of how they were with Philly, they're going to get a little bit too comfortable. Their fans got anxious, and that's kind of... Their fans got a little scared, right? Series was close, came down, ended up being 3-3, right? Playing in Boston, everyone thought it was going to be a close game. Boston blew them out the water. Bo- yeah. Boston really showed their full potential in, in this Game 7. And I think they're going to get a little bit anxious uh, in the middle of the series, and they're going to get a little bit comfortable, and it's going to hurt them. But I think yeah. they're going to go to 7, and they're going to win it back at home, for yeah. sure. What are, your, what are your thoughts, Carlin? Uh, Celtics and 7. Celtics and 7? Because... Looking at these past games, the meet, uh, the Heat won the first round four to one against Milwaukee, and then Celtics won against Atlanta four to two, and then obviously they the second round were closer for both teams, but I seriously think Celtics in seven. I think they're gonna struggle. Yeah, they'll cruise, then they'll struggle, and then they'll come back home to Boston, and then they'll win. No doubt about it. Yeah, we we said that the Celtics at their best. Are very good, but they they went to seven. Mm-hmm. The Heat have not went to seven. They won in five, and then they won in six. So that's why I'm taking the Heat in seven right here. You're taking the Heat in seven. I'm taking the Heat in seven that's because, very bold. like I said, Jason Tatum he can be clutch, but Jimmy buckets. Yeah. Yeah. He. I think he can win games for them. I really think. And the Celtics. I mean, they don't play at their fullest potential every game. They really don't. I mean, James Harden was able to win a whole game on game one. So, I mean, the Celtics can easily lose games. They're not unstoppable in any way. Yeah. So I I got the Heat in seven. So, to counter that, I don't think the Heat have been tested with a true series yet. And what I mean by that is they weren't truly tested by Milwaukee. Giannis didn't play half the series. If Giannis is healthy the entire series, I think I think the Bucks win in seven. But they did play Giannis though at one point. I don't think you. I don't think you just heard what I said. I know. I said that if he was healthy the entire series, then the Bucks would have won in seven. Giannis played. I don't even know if he played half the series. I don't think he played half the series. I think he may have played two games out of the five. He barely played the first one. And I think they forced them to play game five. Yeah. I don't think he... I, he barely played him, pretty sure. He may have played, like, game three, maybe. Because I think that's the game Jimmy Butler dropped, like, 51. But looking... Like, the the Heat haven't had that true test yet. The Knicks, the Knicks are poverty. They're, I'm going to talk about them later because I really have a bone to pick with Julius Randle. I got a mm-hmm. bone to pick with R.J. Barrett. I love Jalen Brunson. Tibbs and the New York Knicks organization needs to get Jalen Brunson some help. They need to. Jalen Brunson is he's a stud, but move. But we're not talking about the Knicks right now. I don't. I, the, the Heat are a good team. Jimmy Butler is solid. I just think, looking at the matchups from their roster to the Celtics, I think the Celtics have a better matchup. They do. They definitely. I think on paper the Celtics have a better team, but I did. I did just think some games might be stolen. I think. Who can come up clutch, Tatum or Butler? I'm taking Jimmy Butler to yep. be clutch more games. Well, okay. the thing with Boston, though, is Boston has a lot more help than Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Butler doesn't have <laughs> Yeah, but obviously you play a mid-Milwaukee team without Giannis. Knicks are poverty. So it's going to be the test for them, but I, I still think Celtics in seven, just because the Celtics are going to struggle at one point. Yeah, and that's they your team. They really are. 
Yeah. Like if you if you look at if you look up their at their matchups right now, you look point guard to center, right? I think like we we just saw Al Horford like lock up the MVP Joel Embiid. He held Joel Embiid to like I believe 15 points it was in this game 7. Yeah. You're the MVP of the league, you shouldn't be dropping 15 points in a game 7 with your season on the line. That shouldn't happen. You're getting locked up by an old Al Horford. Al Horford. Come on now. Like out, out, he's out rebounding you. He's out scoring you. He's shooting from the field better than you. That's a testament to the Celtics. Like, and that's it. not, and like, I, I think Jalen Brown is a really, really good defender. He's very good. I think he might, he'll, he'll be, he'll be the best defender on the floor whenever uh, Wednesday comes. I yeah. think he's a better defender than Jamie Butler. I think he's, you know, I mean, you can get on the whole roster. Yeah. I, I do think Jimmy Butler is more of a clutch player than Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum had a great game, but I don't think he's consistent in that in that sense because some games will drop 10, some games will drop 20, some games will drop 35, you know what I mean? But do you, it's up in the air. I have a question for you, John, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> Obviously, we all picked Denver to win. Yeah. Um, But do you really think that Miami will beat Denver if they go to the finals? Oh, if they go to the finals. If that's the championship because, matchup. Because you're saying Miami beats Boston. I think Boston has a way better chance to beat Denver, personally. I agree, too. I think Denver I think Denver is probably the favorite. If I had to pick between the four, I'd say yeah. Denver is probably the favorite. But As long as Braun don't win. And I, yes, I think we can all agree. <laughs> that. I think we can all agree if the Lakers don't win, then we'll be very happy. But uh, I think... I think on paper, yeah, the Celtics would match up better against the Nuggets, but I still think the Heat will win in seven. Understandable. Yeah. So do you? Okay. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna take that question back and I'm gonna give it back out. Right? If it's Heat Lakers, like 2020, yeah, who are you taking? Woo! Lakers won three years ago. Is AD playing? Uh, yeah, he's well, playing. as of right now, yeah. as of right now, he's healthy. He if might. he's not healthy, <laughs> if I'm he's taking, not, yeah, yeah, I'm taking Miami. Yeah, if he's not healthy, he's not healthy Miami wins Miami easily. All way. Yeah, but sure. I will say, if AD were to play in the championships every game, I would take the Lakers. Lakers would over have the Heat. Home field advantage. Home field advantage. Home field. Home court advantage. There you go, this buddy. Month. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, healthy Lakers though are scary. I mean, that that series is going to be more interesting in my opinion. Yeah. That's going to be the more exciting watch, Yeah, if I had to say. I um, mean, those games are going to be exciting. I think I think that will have the chance of going to seven more because compared to the Heat and Celtics. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a more exciting series overall. Understandable, understandable. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to <clears throat> uh, both these days. Good matchups. Um, like I, I was mentioning earlier, the lines for each of these games. Go ahead and check them out if you're into sports betting and gambling and stuff like that. They'll probably they're probably gonna change uh before game time, but give it a look at. But there's one per there's one player I really want to talk about in particular right now, and that's John Morant. Oh ho ho! I do, Good transition. I talk about John Morant. Right before we move on, let's talk about him. All right, so. If you're any, if you are on your phone at all, you've probably seen he was caught waving another handgun around on his Instagram live. But this isn't even the first time. This is the second time. Second time. You'd think after the after the organization of the Memphis Grizzlies suspended him the first time, I don't even know. I forget how many games it was, but it was very minimal. They sus- the organization as a whole suspended him for a minimal minimal amount of games. Yeah. Might have been like three or four. Exactly. He hasn't learned a lesson. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to have any self discipline. He doesn't seem to have any care about his career or where he's going. Yeah. And in my opinion, I'm frustrated, as the Grizzlies shouldn't. the 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 league should step in here, in front of the organization and take action. The league should spend him for the entire next season. Yeah. No, that I, this is ridiculous. You can't have one of your top players in the entire league waving a handgun around like it's okay on Instagram Live twice, yeah. twice. And he said that he seeked therapy. Maybe he was lying. Maybe it didn't work. I don't know. But if you're caught waving a handgun around Instagram Live twice, 
You should not be playing basketball your entire next season. You should be getting help. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how I don't know how else to explain yeah. it. How else to explain it? So, I don't know how to do it. the first time he got caught, it was in like a nightclub, something like that. He was on Instagram Live. He was waving it. So he was suspended like the three or four games. He had to go to therapy. I think it was in Florida. He had to go. Yeah. So he even had an interview too after it, like talking about it, and he was talking about like it was because of stress that he was having a gun on Instagram Live. Mm. That was his excuse. So it's like, I mean, it's stupid, but it's like, okay, he learned his lesson. He got suspended. He should be fine. He shouldn't repeat his mistake. But then, <laughs> on Instagram Live again, I mean, the cameraman, once the gun was shown, he tried jerking the yeah. camera away. Like, there's no excuse. Like, what do you, if you're the Grizzlies, what do you do? Like, what, do you send him to therapy again? Like, what's the excuse now? Is it stress again? Like, that's, what that's why I'm saying the league has to step in. The league has to s- suspend him seriously for the entire year. Like, he yeah. should not be allowed near anywhere, any basketball activity. Yeah. One, his friends need to be checked because clearly they ain't his friends. I don't know why they're recording him in the first place, but at the same time, I don't think should, they were expecting. That. I know, I don't, I, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't be recording that because, well, I, I mean, they might expect it because if someone's gonna bring a, like a handgun into your vehicle, like you probably are gonna know about that, right? You yeah. you would probably know about that. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure they had someone of an idea. I don't like I said. I don't know why he's recording, but. Those they they really ratted him out, but he shouldn't have a handgun in the first place. And I'm, I'm not saying that's the reason why, but he shouldn't have a handgun in the first place. Yeah, this, I, I'm I'm just this sick. Is I'm really sick. just I mean, it's a terrible look for him and for the Grizzlies because this is the Grizzlies MVP player. Yeah, like this is their guy, number two overall. Yeah, this is their guy, and I mean John Morant. Like you can't be doing this. Like well, the other thing is too is that. Back before the first incident, kids were looking up to him, like fans yeah. of his team. And then, obviously, the parents heard about this and were like, eh, well, you should look up better at other people. And then it happens. <laughs> but it, the fact that it happens again isn't good at all. Yeah. It well, should have never man. happened in the first place. But there's, there's so it, many well, people. It wasn't his life. It was one of his friends' lives. Yeah. But the amount of stupidity yeah. He's in a that car. had to go through your head. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, if he said he had therapy and was forced to do that and stuff, which if he did, great. But obviously it didn't help as much as it should have because this should have never happened again at yeah. all. It, I mean, he was in a car with, I think, I think two other people were in the car and... Why do you have? Why are you holding a gun in a car like that? Like, uh, I think, Carlin, how many games do you think you should be suspended? I agree with Dan. I think you should be suspended the whole season. Whole season. Because here's the thing: you look at other suspensions across all the different leagues, and it's ridiculous of the stupid suspensions. You have Watson getting suspended only half the season, yeah, and then you have Calvin Ridley getting suspended the whole season for gambling. Yeah. But then the Grizzlies only suspended him for five games and said therapy when it's actually, I think out of all of them, like that's the second most serious situation along with Watson's. Yeah. They're tied. The gambling is a league issue, but this is a real life issue. I agree. And that's what I'm about to say. This is a lot more than basketball. Like yeah. this is like, like you're, you're, you're a big image of the NBA and you're kind of showing and representing that it's okay to be a thug and be like act like gang style act like you see what i'm saying exactly and it's you're kind of you're kind of setting an image a bad image that like like having a gun and waving it around is cool it's okay whenever you're making millions of dollars you're you're living a lifestyle that kids like like whenever i was a kid I would have killed to get to be in the NBA and, and making that much money. You know what I mean? I would have killed it. And now he's taking it all for granted, waving a gun around in a car. Like, like, come on, man. Like, I, yeah. I just, I can't believe it. It's, it's so much more than basketball. There's, there, there's no exception. And but the league is not going to suspend him for the entire year because they know that his image is high and people want to watch him. And that's how the Grizzlies are going to sell tickets is because if he's playing, and if they don't suspend him. 
if they don't, if they, if they don't, if they suspend them the entire year, then the NBA is going to lose profit. They're going to, they're not going to make as much revenue. Yeah. Well, at least the good thing is he's already been suspended from like off season activities. Yeah. But that's not, that's not like selling tickets yeah. though. But the worst thing about this though, and the reason why I think it will be a bigger suspension is because this is his second time doing it. Essentially, he said, I didn't learn anything from the first time. Mm-hmm. So I agree. He could be suspended the whole year. He should be, honestly. I think the NBA, though, I mean, he has star power, so it's not in their best interest. If I had to take a logical guess, I'd say half the year at most, I think. Because that sends a message, like, because half the year's a lot, because you're without your star player for a long time, and it sends a message that we're not going to tolerate it. I think they could send a true message and suspend him the whole season. That's what I'm saying. Like, and I think the Grizzlies can send a message by releasing him like I that. I don't think they're going to release him. That would be the right thing to do. Because I would have no... If I was the owner, I'd have no trust in him. None. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. you got to suspend him a year first and then see where it goes. You know what I mean? Let, let's say he does this again over a suspension. Then it's like, all right, you're done. Like you're, But like... He he's. Should- He's still a fantastic player. He's a huge. Yeah. He has a. He's an idol. But like, that's why I'm. That's why I'm saying you gotta suspend him before you release him. Yeah, the NBA. They gotta make a. They gotta make a point. Well, the season starts in October this year, so I think realistically, I think it should be a year, but I think the first two months, right around Christmas yeah. time. Yeah, knowing the NBA, they're gonna, like right after the holiday break. Yeah. He'll be back. I don't think he'll ever learn from this. I don't think he will. No. I I think he's just that type of person. I think he showed who he really is. I've from... loved watching him since like Murray State too, man. He's a hell of an athlete. I mean, That's... it's sad. It really for his talent. I mean, it's just he became Jaw Wick. Jaw Wick. He became Jaw Wick. <laughs> he's influencing. I mean, look at what was the one uh, that young NBA guy, or the college player. Was it Mikey Williams? Oh, yeah, Mikey Williams. Yeah, well, he's like, a high school player. Yeah, but, like, you see, like, could this be an influence? Like, Mikey Williams was, he was arrested for yeah, it was, assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah, like, exactly. Th- stuff like this can be a bad influence to the younger players. And that's why I'm saying it's bigger than basketball at this point. It's got It's got to be a year. It's got to be a year. It's got to be. And the, um, the NBA is greedy. And, they were, and every organization's greedy, and all they do is care about money and how to obtain the best, most profit they possibly can. And for that reason, they're not they're not going to suspend them a year, but it should be. I got one more question before we move on. Yeah. Do you think the Grizzlies should suffer from this? Like, from his actions? What the organization. The organization? The organization. No. 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 It, it does, I feel like it does put a bad image on them. Yeah. Like, a small amount, but it's not like... It's out of like, their control. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, it's just like, it's a personal matter yeah. at this point. Like, they can't, they can't stop John Morant from doing this. Like, you can't restrict players well, from, like, going to nightclubs or going no. to... The it's only like James Harden goes to strip clubs all the time. Yeah, like he's... that's why he wants to get back to Houston. <laughs> the only debate you could have with that scenario, though, is that the Grizzlies originally suspended him for five games and did make him go to therapy, and then like the NBA could say, "Oh, you did this, and clearly it did not work. How much did you enforce this?" I think, like, did you say, "Oh, he has to go to therapy"? It never went. He did because they didn't. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I he, get he probably did go he therapy, did go, but, but like it's that's why I'm saying yeah, you know like the I'm league, saying. the league yeah. has to like step it, in. They have to. It's yeah. it's more than like it's out of the organization's yeah, control. It's hard for the Grizzlies, but I mean, it's just a sad topic for a good player like him. It's just a sad topic. Sad topic and a dangerous topic, and for that reason, we're moving on. Yeah, let's 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 talk. Let's let's, let's lighten the mood a little bit. Lighten the yeah. mood a little bit. Actually, I'm about. I'm it's actually, not going to be lightened. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to actually. Um, Question let's, is, who wants to rant first? I'll let. <laughs> I'll start it off with Dan. We're oh, gonna boy. start. All right. Technically, we all have teams. Carlin's got the Celtics. I got the Warriors. Dan's got the Suns. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, I got the Suns. So let's talk about the Nuggets and Suns first. <laughs> All right. You can start. So basically, you guys are in for the treat uh, listening. Um, the reason I'm a Suns fan is because I, I love D Book. I mean, I'm a big D Book guy. Um, but the Suns. Oh, the Suns. I was utterly embarrassed. Utterly embarrassed watching you play. Um. That game six against Denver. It was yeah. I I was embarrassed. 
the Nuggets dropped 81 points at the half. That shouldn't happen. That shouldn't happen. Like, you you might as well just forfeit the game at that point. Like you, there's some there's some games where an NBA team will score 81 the entire game, and you let them score 81 the first half. You had zero defense, zero. DeAndre Ayton. There's a rumor that he's probably not going to come back to Phoenix. That he probably played his last game in Phoenix. And if that's the truth. Thank God, because <laughs> I can't stand him. He is a, he was great in Arizona, great at Arizona, even though I, I believe he got suspended for a year or uh, something like that, maybe half a year, but he was great at Arizona, came into the league, he wasn't bad, and he's just been, he, he's been gone since, like, I don't know what he's doing. He has no defense, he's not physical down low, I'm getting upset by it, I want somebody else, right? I want somebody else. Yeah. Next. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's the best mid-range shooter of all time. He is the best shooter when it comes to field uh, field goals. Um, he he has the best pull-up jumper I've ever seen. Like he he is him. But the shot selection that I've seen him take over the past several games against Denver. Like I don't understand what his thinking is. I don't understand why he's taking those shots. The if you if you look back at the tape and you see the shot selection that he puts up against Denver, like if you're a Suns fan, you're utterly, you're, you're disgusted. I don't like he he's he's turning the ball over, and that's part of the reason why you're giving up 81 points and you're jogging back in transition, playing no defense. I don't get it. Next person, Monty Williams, mm. head coach, fired, gone. Do you like it? Oh, I love it, and let me tell you why. He started off as the head coach of the Pelicans. He was there for five seasons, right? During the regular season, his record is for during the regular season with the Pelicans out of the, out of the five years combined, his record's one hundred and seventy three wins and two hundred and twenty one losses. He's under five hundred during the regular season in New Orleans. In the playoffs, out of those five seasons, they've played ten games. Out of five seasons, and they're two and eight. That that's that's unacceptable. Now you move on to the Suns, right? He's been there for four years. During the regular season, his record's one ninety four and one fifteen. That's close. That's pretty good. That's uh, 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 no, it's not. No, it's not. What was the winning stat? One ninety four to one fifteen, having one hundred and fifteen losses. Yeah. Like out of four seasons. And in, in the four seasons that they've been in the playoffs, their records twenty seven and nineteen. Not... He he can't he can't win in the postseason, and it's the same with Doc Rivers, which I'll talk about him later really? too because I I have a bone to pick with him as well. Overall, Monty Williams is a head coach. His record, including regular season and postseason, three sixty seven and three thirty six. That's nearly neck and neck. That that's bad. That's bad. You're a 500 head coach in the regular season and postseason. That's bad. I'd call that mid. <laughs> that, but no, 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 no. As a head coach, if your record's neck and neck, that's unacceptable. Why would you want a guy with a nearly a 500 record of losses and wins coming to coach your team who can't perform in the postseason? It's the same as Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers has a great record Based off of his regular season. He is a regular season head coach, but he cannot win in the postseason. He has proven it time and time again out of the X amount of seasons that he's been with the Magic, Celtics, Clippers, and 76ers. He can't win in the postseason, and it's the same as Monty Williams. The yeah. same thing. Now, I'll just ask you briefly, just with Monty Williams. So, he's going to have a lot of interest. I heard that the Bucks are even looking at him right now. Take him. Where do you think, where do you think he'll get signed? He'll get signed. Um, if I were to take one, I'd probably say the Bucks because they just fired um, their head coach. That's surprising, in my opinion. Yeah, he I, at least won. I was surprised too. He he won not too long ago. It, it was twenty twenty one, correct? I believe. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was it was twenty twenty one, which is two years ago, and they fired him, which I didn't agree with, but at the same time, I think Monty Williams is gonna end up there. And I think 
the Bucks are going to struggle because of him. I think his presence is kind of a nuisance. I don't think he's that great of a head coach. I think he's I think he's average, and I think he can't win in the postseason. I think he's part of. I think he's a locker room problem because he can't win. Would you think though that the Suns have gone better, like as a team overall? Like how were they before Monty compared to how they are now? Like I think they've improved, but I think that they've improved because of the players that they've that they've uh, obtained. I think KD's. KD was a good addition, yeah. but you think like Devin Booker carried. Uh, this um like these the past po- couple and, years. Yeah, uh, not uh the past couple years, um yeah, uh Chris Paul whenever he's healthy is he's solid he's solid in the regular season. Uh, it was a shame we couldn't see him this postseason. Kevin Durant was he disappeared this postseason that he didn't. I didn't like how he performed. DeAndre Ayton hasn't been there in years. I mean, like it's kind of. Devin Booker's been that guy who's been there, and it's kind of it, he's kind of like the savior of Phoenix right now. That's kind of who like who they really like all have now. Yeah, I think I think the question I've been asking myself is whether the Suns are that bad or the Nuggets that good. My answer, after really thinking about it, I do think it's more of the Suns aren't capable. I don't think they're as good because I agree. It's more looking look back at the first series; they struggled against the Clippers. Think of if the Clippers had Kawhi, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook all playing all the games. Do you think the Suns could have even won that series? I mean, they struggled with Kawhi. At least just Kawhi there. They struggled that. They struggled that series. They had a good back-to-back stretch against the Nuggets, game three and four. But, I mean, they did not look like a championship team. And you're going to keep in mind that Kawhi Leonard's arguably a top 20, top 15 player of all time. Yeah. Like, he has two rings, multiple defensive player of the year, I believe. And, like, he was he was arguably, in 2019, when he won in Toronto, there was conversation going on for months that he was the best player in the world. Yeah. Like, the, like he's, he's, he's one of the best ever. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he, and he couldn't beat him. They, they barely beat an injured him. Russell Westbrook, who I mean, I, I I'm a he big had a good Westbrook series. Guy. I'm a I'm a big Westbrook guy. Yeah, I like him a lot. Yeah, Paul George, I, he was out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's a shame. But. I mean, they struggled to beat that team alone until they lost the Clippers lost everybody, and then the Nuggets just killed them at the end. Mm. I mean, if you're the Suns, though, I mean, when you're a team in general, like in any sports team, and you go all in, and then you lose like that. Like, you think NBA, you think NHL. We'll talk about some NHL teams another day. But if you think about these all-in teams, you give up draft picks, and then you lose in the first or second round. It's devastating. Yeah. Like, morally, like, mentally, everything, it's devastating. So, like, if you're the Suns, like, you built this incredible team. You had Devin Booker, you had Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Aiden, who I know you hate Aiden, but on paper, going into the playoffs, I mean, that was a big piece. But, and then you lose like this, like, moral-wise, like, like that's got to hurt they, for the they, Oh, they gave up a lot of their bench in that KD trade. Yeah. Like, they gave up uh, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, which were huge pieces to whenever, huge. They, whenever they went to the championship against Milwaukee in 2021. Yeah. They were a huge piece of the puzzle, and now they're gone. Yeah. Those bench additions that, like, we had were massive. And now it's... Now you, now you got to restructure the bench. Yeah, I mean, it is possible for the Suns to recover. I mean, I could bring up an NHL comparison, the Florida Panthers. We'll talk about them another day. They went all in the previous year, lost in the first round, and now they're in the Easter Conference Final. Yeah. So it is possible to come back after going all in and failing. But, I mean, mm-hmm. for the Suns, though, I mean, it's got to suck for them. Uh, also, just real quick. I'm looking at the Suns' record over the season, and from the few times I see them play uh, Denver, they beat them a lot every time. Yeah. I think... And to lose in the playoffs to Denver, granted, it's two completely different things, Denver getting the number one seed, but that's bad. Yeah. I because think... you shut them down in the regular season, what went wrong in the postseason? Yeah. Well, I mean, we probably shut them down earlier on because... We had that bench, which was there in 2021. Well, you played April 6th and March 31st. You beat them twice. Um, 
I think okay, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you gotta look at the rosters too. Who yeah. played? Well, yeah, no, K- that, that's a whole different story. Out, yeah, because uh, I remember whenever he came to the Suns, yeah. he didn't play for like a while because he like he got hurt in warm ups. Yeah, yeah. Like he slipped and fell, and I was like, <laughs> he bro. fell on a layup. I, I was like, bro, he pulled like, an Anthony Davis. Like, like, bro, like I, I just, I just put my hands up. And I'm just like, I, I, I don't know this, but I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean it. We'll see if they can rebound, but you want know There's which, a few more teams I want to talk about. Yeah, which series you want to talk about next? I want to talk about the Sixers, right Sixers. Now, real quick. <clears throat> Before I go on my rant, I want anybody else want to say anything about the Sixers or anything about so, them? So, I'll talk about Game 7 at least, because I watched it with... I had my Philly cousins. They were at my house, so we were watching the game. Yeah. And... I was rooting for the Celtics, and they were rooting for the Sixers. But I kept my excitement to myself. But <laughs> uh, the game started out pretty close, but then out of nowhere. I mean, we've talked a we talked a lot about the Celtics, so I won't talk too much about them already. But I mean, that was embarrassing for the Seventy Sixers. That oh, yeah. was Joel Embiid, the MVP. Everybody's been saying the past couple of years. Why isn't the MVP gone to Embiid instead of Jokic? Like, why isn't it gone to Embiid? I think this proves why. I mean, Embiid won the MVP. He won the MVP. (laughs) (laughs) But he did not play like it, Game 7. This is the game that matters. This is the game where you need your top stars. Embiid and Harden should have went off this game. They should have carried. Embiid had 15 points. He was 5 for 18. 0 for 4, 3 points. Like, he had 15 points. James Harden had 9. And then Embiid at the end of the game. Did you hear what he said at the end of the oh, game? Oh, yeah. I have it written down like right how, here. You can, you can say it right oh, now. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he goes... It blew my mind. Yeah. Post-game interview, he goes, Me and James can't win alone. That's why basketball is played 5-on-5. Five five. We need everybody to find ways to be better. That might be the one of the worst <clears throat> quotes I've ever heard. Why would you somebody. say that? That, I mean... Why would you say that? Maxi and Harris had more points than Embiid and Harden. Mm-hmm. That might be the dumbest quote I've ever read. If I was Maxi and Tobias Harris, I'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off. I'd be pissed off. I mean, the Sixers, they've really been poverty for a while. I mean, since... Since 2012, they've been saying, trust the process. They've been saying, trust the process for all these years. And what have they gone from the process? They've just been failing every year. Every single year. It seems, it seems like you got something to say, Carlos. Yeah, so. you got something to say, Jakey. Let's, let's, let's hear it. See, here's the thing. From watching <laughs> the games I've watched from the Celtics Sixers, um... Game one was probably the best game. I wish that game one was the game seven. I don't. I wish Philly didn't win, obviously, but I think that was the best game. And obviously, Philly got embarrassed the other night to the Celtics. <laughs> and it's bad that you lose a hundred and lose one hundred and twelve to eighty eight. That's bad <clears throat> in the playoffs. Normally, oh, like yeah. good games keep close, and Philly just couldn't get it done. Philly didn't get all the shots they took. Which isn't good, and I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad Philly didn't make it because obviously we're not Philly fans here. Yeah, we're pitching guys here. Um, yeah, that's bad. That's really, really bad. And Philly's had a hard loss this year with all the championships runs. Good, they didn't lose a finals this year in basketball, so I think they're fine with that one. But uh, I, ho- I hope they never win. I, I hope the, the city of Philly, not well, even the Eagles. I hope well, they never win. The thing I was showing you is I saw a thing that Harden wants out of Philly. He wants to go back to Houston. That's what he's, I saw. He's quote unquote very serious about, about it. it. Yeah. And Houston obviously stunk this past year. Um. Well, they they have a lot of young guys who they they young develop guys. like Jabari. Weren't Smith they one of the worst and... teams in the league? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a pretty good chance they're going to get the number one pick. Mm, well, it's a lottery, so I mean. Well, it's, yeah, it's the lottery. They have a good chance, but, but it's. Um, I mean, I mean, if Harden goes back, he can obviously help rebuild that team. He just wants the strip clubs. Probably, yeah. That's yeah, all he probably. wants. Yeah, <laughs> probably. That's all he wants. <laughs> probably, but, but um, yeah, the Sixers just didn't get it done, and but I, I mean, don't know how it's going to go. Like I said, with the Suns, like 
how bad it can feel. Like, you build a good team and you just lose again. Like, the Sixers, they haven't been to any championship in forever. Like, they've been trying their process for years now. Like, and it's not working. Their core is not working. So, like, if you're a Sixers fan, you're probably, like, my Philly cousins and any of you Philly listeners, like, like you don't know what to do. Like, what do you do with this team? They haven't been to the finals in over 22 years. Exactly. And Poverty. They're, after this series, like, you had the MVP on your team. And you still couldn't get past the second round. The fraud MVP. It was a fraud MVP. But the one thing we talked about is with Boston. Boston struggled a couple of those games, which right. let Philly win and yeah. push a game seven. The funny thing is with Boston, they could have won the one. I think it was game four. They could have won it if Marcus Smart didn't shoot that <laughs> game-winning three-pointer and missed and, it. And in overtime. And in overtime, he didn't get it off in time. I think that was game three or four. It was one or the other. I don't even know. But, <clears throat> Actually, it may have been five. But nah, it was, it was three or four. But uh, honestly, if Denver doesn't make it to the final somehow, Boston's had like one of the easiest cruises to the playoffs the finals i meant yeah i mean they played the hawks they played the hawks the sixers I, though are i think are a legit team i think the sixers they, will be the hardest team they face as long as denver doesn't go to the finals i think the lakers are still tough yeah i think both, healthy lakers both those, both those western really conference teams are very tough that that'll be that that's what i'm saying it, it might go to seven it's gonna be a really good series yeah but for philly i don't understand how <clears throat> it, it goes to half and Boston's up three, fifty-eight to fifty-five. Right, Close you game. you come out of the half. Boston goes on a twenty-five to three run. Boston's up eighty-eight to fifty-eight. Uh, 58, yeah. It's eighty-eight to fifty something like yeah, 50, eighty-eight to fifty-eight. They're on a twenty-five to three run. You've got to be kidding me! How do you how do you come out of halftime and let a team just drop twenty-five on you in like in like seven to nine minutes? I don't get it. Yeah. James Harden, get out. You're a bum. Jo- you dropped nine points in game seven. Joel Embiid, you're stuck there. You're a quote-unquote the MVP. You're a fraud MVP. You're a bum, too. You need to get your attitude checked. You need, you need, to, you need to get more media trained because you should not be saying that about your team, you and James, after game seven. You are selfish. You, I, I, will, I can go on and on about you. Fix what you got going on. You're, you are in trouble. Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. Good coach in the regular season. Playoff? Come playoff time, he's non-existent. He hasn't shown up. If you... I I can go back to when he's been in Orlando, Boston, LA, and now we're in Philly. But I'm only going to stick to Philly here. I'm not going to... I'm not going to go all the way back to... Like like I don't like two thousand like nineteen ninety nine two thousand whenever he was in Orlando I'll, I'm gonna stick here with Philly he's been in Philly for three seasons now his regular season record in Philly is actually pretty good one fifty four and eighty two that's that's not bad that's pretty solid that's pretty solid right in the playoffs he's twenty and fifteen but that's what I'm saying it, it's about five hundred right there yeah. that's that's not very good. Yeah. He can't perform in the playoffs. He's shown it time and time again. If you, overall, out of the course of his years being a head coach, he has over a thousand wins. He's ten ninety seven, and seven sixty three. Not horrible, but not great. He should be leading this team to the playoffs. I mean, to, to the to the NBA Finals, and he can't do it time and time again. Is it time to move on? I'll say this with Doc Rivers. I haven't been an NBA fan as long as you, but I remember when he was with the Clippers, and I remember when he got <laughs> fired from the Clippers, and I'm like, why would anybody hire this man? And then the Sixers hire him, and I'm like, this is not going to end well. That's what I'm I, I thought right when the Sixers hired him, I'm like, this is not going to end well. They're going to want him fired. You, you know, want? You know what the Sixers should do? I know. Wait. Here's my. Uh, this is we, where are we I. About to say the same thing. This is where I want Doc Rivers to go. Are we about to say the same thing? Guangdong Tigers. <laughs> the Guangdong Tigers, or the Shanghai Sharks. 
That is his next location. He should not be on any other NBA team. There we go. He should not be on any other NBA team. If any other team gets him in the NBA, they are idiots and they deserve failure. The reason you play in the regular season is so you're you're leading yourself and preparing yourself to be in the postseason. And when you get to the postseason, you want to win it all. That's the point of being in the postseason. And you hire a bum coach like this, who's been passed around the league more than a blunt, and you think he's gonna win you? An, he's gonna win you a national championship? Are you kidding me? You think he's gonna take you to the NBA Finals? You haven't been in the NBA Finals in twenty some years. This is why the Sixers are a poverty franchise. They need to get the coach who was just fired from Milwaukee. That's what the Phillies should do if they really want to win. Get the guy who just got fired from Milwaukee. Monty Williams ain't the answer. Doc Rivers ain't the ain't, ain't the answer. Go for the guy who came from Milwaukee. They technically haven't fired him yet. I know. They, 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 oh, they, it should be <laughs> soon. I know, but <laughs> I would have fired him right after he, the game. Oh yeah, I would have fired him right when they blew the game. Exactly. I would have gone on the court if I was an owner. I would have gone on the court. I'd be like, get out of here. You see on the screen, we fire. We have parted ways with Doc Rivers. Yeah, I'd put it on the big screen. Crap, my job's gone. Get the whole crowd to cheer about it because he's well, gone. Well, they were in Boston, but, but they would probably still so, cheer for it. If it's okay with you guys, I, let's move on from the Sixers. Because I want to hear a John rant right now oh. about the Warriors yep. losing ah. to the Lakers. That's, that's, that's one of my two teams that I got to talk about. So I want you to go and talk well, about the Warriors. I, can, I, can I go first you can real start. quick? Yeah. Obviously, I don't think anyone really expected the Lakers and the Warriors to meet, being both a 6th and a 7th seed. But the Lakers kind of just like embarrassed Golden State, essentially. And like we talked in the first ever podcast... Steph didn't has didn't have his help, he didn't, and that's how they lost this whole series. And obviously the Lakers are going on to the finals, but I saw a stat the other day that I think out of the, like the past previous five uh, head coaches who won the NBA Finals, they were fired the next season, like after going to the playoffs and losing, excluding the Milwaukee head coach, but. They've all been fired the next season after losing, which is very interesting. So people are now debating. I can't think of the head coach name. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. You can't fire him. You yeah. can't. No. Before I get into my rant, before I get into my rant, <laughs> but no. Steve Kerr is not going to get fired. He's not. No. He's no. too he achieved. Almost... He's way too achieved. He's he will only leave the Warriors if he leaves himself. But that's it. I got one question for you before you go into your rant. I saw a thing on TikTok before this playoff started, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it was comparing, it was asking the question essentially, is this Golden State's last dance? No, you do not think it's their last dance. No, not yet. So you don't think that you do you think the dynasty's over? Or no, no, not yet. Because no. all right, well, I got more to talk about with that. So I want you to go into it. So I, I won't talk hand. about the whole series because <laughs> we talked a lot in our first episode about the Warriors. We ran it about Cern games. So I'm just going to keep this to game six because I was watching this late at night and this really pissed me off watching it. I mean, it was literally as a fan of the team, it was straight pain for the whole two hours. <laughs> I I was sitting in my bed watching this game with the biggest frown on my face. <laughs> I It was just defeating how terrible this team was. I mean... We'll look at the stat sheet right now because I'm on it. Steph Curry had 32 points. I mean, then again, he was also 4 for 14 from 3. So, I mean, he had 32. That's cool. But in general, that whole game, the Warriors missed a crap ton of shots. They missed so many. All of them. Even Curry, he had 32. I mean, he carried for whatever the hell they even had. But they missed so many shots. Draymond Green was average that game. I mean, he had nine. He's not going to score points, but he was not a big contributor. Andrew Wiggins had six points. Six. He was crap. Clay Thompson. Game six, Clay. The infamous game six, Clay. Game six, Clay. I know we won't swear much, but game six, Clay was a piece of shit. <laughs> it's dead. It's officially dead after this game. Klay Thompson had eight points. Eight. He was two for 12 from three. Two for 12. 
He's done. It's literally... They're trying to say, like, if he wants to stay on the team, he has to take a pay cut. He better take a pay cut, because he's not worth it. He's literally not worth it. Payton, the second, had four points. I mean, he's not going to score much. Oh, Jordan Poole. He had seven. He, didn't he have four fouls? Yeah. That game? Yeah. So he had zero points for a while. Four fouls at the end of the half. He's, t I mean, he's young, so... Maybe he can rebound, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Warriors try to trade him for someone better. I wouldn't be very, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Jordan Poole had seven points in the second half when the game was over. So, I mean, DiVincenzo had sixteen. I mean, he's been average for the team, but I like him. He's he is a good player. I will I won't lie. He's a good bench guy. I like him. Yeah, but I mean, this was embarrassing for the Warriors. This game, the way that they went out was just absolutely embarrassing because, I mean, they just, I don't know what their game plan was. They just missed everything. Every shot, every three-pointer, <clears throat> Splash Bros are dead. Like, they just missed everything. I don't even know if I'd call Steph Curry clutch anymore. I don't even know. Mm. Are you a fan? Where's your fan at? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Continue, just continue. I mean, I don't know how clutch Steph Curry is. I mean, he is their best player. I mean, he, for what it's oh, worth, for what it's worth, he carried this series. But Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole had terrible series. I mean, I don't know what moves they're going to make. Because when you look at the team, this is a very similar team to what won last year. It really is. They didn't change much, honestly. And they had like a good Jordan Poole back then. I mean, guys like Clay Thompson, they can heat up. But he did not heat up at all, especially when they needed him most. So, I don't know what this team's going to look like. I mean, I don't know how aggressive they're going to be. I got a question for you real quick. Yeah. So, from last year to this year, I'm now granted, I don't know off the top of my head what seed they were last year. I'm not sure either. But they're the sixth seed this year. Yeah. And they were behind the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Kings, the Suns, and the Clippers. Then it was them, then the Lakers, then the Timberwolves. Obviously, let's say they were in the top three. They obviously fell at least to the six. So do you think that with this division getting harder, do you think it's going to be harder for them to keep winning? I think it could. I mean, after, Especially if they're playing like this. But I mean, I think they're still going to win because, I mean, if you look at their team, that was a championship-winning team. So I think they can still, with the core they have right now, I think they can still stay a consistent team. Because, like like I said, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, they can heat up So my question, whenever. my question to you is, what happened this year? If they're the same team, essentially, they were last year, what happened? The players didn't show up. Like, that's literally it. Like, the players... The locker players, room issues, too. Locker room issues, too. Lock, yeah, we'll start at the beginning of the season. Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. Like, they're... They, Jordan Poole had a quote recently, like... Oh, I have it right here. You want to say it real quick? About Draymond? Yeah. Uh, Dray, uh, Jordan Poole's... <clears throat> this was a quote-unquote of Jordan Poole's relationship with Draymond. He said, I don't have no answer for you. It's just business. It's just basketball. Yeah. It seems like... He, he, yeah. he, it seems like he doesn't care about fixing anytime soon. Yeah, I he, don't he, think... He needs to grow up. I don't think they have a great relationship. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if one of them was gone. I think, honestly... I'll ask you both. Who do you think is more valuable, Draymond or Jordan Poole? To the to the team. Well, so you have to look at you have to look at it like this. Draymond's been there for eleven seasons, and on his podcast today, he said that he doesn't want to leave the Warriors, but he's and he said he hopes he can stay. And he also said, "quote unquote," that we have more championships that we can and will win. He believes that about about that team, and he honestly, I bet he believes that with Jordan Poole there. I, Draymond's old enough and he's grown enough to the point where he can dismiss whatever happened with Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole's a kid. Jordan Poole needs to grow up. I think at the end of the day, I think as much as, as much, like, Jordan Poole's young and as much as it is to keep a player like that around, he's kind of a locker room cancer and he's kind of a pain to the, like, to the team right now and he's, he's, he's bringing them down. Yeah. I think Draymond's energy, even though he's older, I think his presence there, I think the way that he bullies people around and like the way he presents himself on the court, 
I think he's more of an asset to keep than Jordan Poole. Yeah. Jordan Poole is 23 years old. So there is that. Like, he is young. He can he can improve. We've said that before. He easily could improve. So it's kind of tough to really say, like, how much can the Warriors do this offseason? Like, do you want to clean shop a little bit? Like a retool? But I'd say they're di- we. you asked me about their dynasty, like, if it's still going to continue. I think it will as long as Steph, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green are there. It's kind of the same. We're all Penguins fans here. As long as Crosby, Malkin, and Latang are on the team, like their their dynasty still continues. What do you do with Clay now? I mean, like like looking at the stats against the Lakers, he played an average of thirty six point two minutes, like th- like a game, like throughout the the uh, this what was this, the six games that they played. Yeah. Out of the entire six games they played, he averaged 16.2 points per game because the first three games he showed up. The last three, he was not there. The first three, he had like he had like 30, 25, and like 20. And the last three was like 9, 7, and 6. Like it, was, it was so minimal. And he went 6 for 17 from the field, which is 34%. And from three, he went 4, from a, four for 11 which is 36%. Yeah. 2 for 12 out of, out of the whole six. series. Yeah. Like like that's kind of like I think you you try to keep him. They said they wa- they hope he can take a pay cut and honestly, he's a veteran. Like I'd say the same thing with KD like when he left, like why would you want to leave like a good team? Like I don't think Klay Thompson would benefit from leaving. I think he should take a pay cut honestly just mm-hmm. to help the t- if he really cared about the team. I think he's still valuable. I think he like he, I think as as mad as I am right now at the Warriors, I do think they are in a position where they can rebound next season. I really think as long as the players improve, like the people around Steph Curry, like Clay Thompson can be good. He just had a rough stretch. Like some players might just have rough stretches, but and he's known for he's a champion. Like we'll talk about Embiid like being crap in the playoffs, but Clay Thompson's a proven champion. Like, all of these guys, Jordan Poole is technically a champion. Like, they prove that they can do, like, good, they can play good in the playoffs. So, I could see the Warriors go big, maybe try to make a big move. But honestly, I mean, they do have a decent core right now, but they just got to live up to potential. All right, so there is one more team. There's one more team that I want to talk about left, and it's the New York Knicks. I'm a Suns fan, but I'm also a little bit of a Knicks fan. I do like the Knicks. I li- I- I've been a Knicks fan for actually like quite some time now. And I do like the Suns a lot more, though, just because of D-Book. Um, but I do want to talk about the Knicks real quick. Real, like, real, real brief. Jalen Brunson. He's like the savior of, of the New York Knicks right now. He has he played every minute, I believe, maybe every single game. At least the last two games. Yeah, like he has not gotten a break. He has put his life on the line. The dude's been balling out. He's been playing like crazy. Like he, he. It's beautiful. It's beautiful to see what he's given to the uh, to New York City. What he's given to the organization. I bless him. I mean, he's. Uh, I, I mean, I, he he's been playing amazing. I, there's not much more I can say about it. it it's sensational. However, Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. One. R.J. Barrett, I, I I love R.J. Barrett. I'm a big Duke fan. I've been a Duke fan my entire life. I love every player that comes out of Duke. I root for him, but he needs to work on his game this summer. He needs to get his confidence up. He needs to fix what he's got going on because he played like utterly piss poor this series, and I'm kind of I, I I'm I'm getting sick of him low key on the Knicks team. Julius Randle, he's got to go. There's no there's no other way to say it. It's not that he's. It's not that he's like a a bad player f- for the team, but his attitude kills it. He's not. He's not the worst out there. He was selected, I think, All NBA third team this year. He's not a bad player, but whenever he starts to struggle, his attitude takes over. His attitude bring brings down his playing level on the court, and then it brings down others. He's also kind of a locker room cancer. I, I I'm getting sick of him too. He's part of the reason why the Knicks aren't going far in the playoffs. They'll make it. They'll make it every once in a while. They'll make it every, like, 
they'll make it this year, last year, the year before that. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. They they can't extend their season because of him as well. He's part of the problem. And so therefore they need to get rid of him. And what player should they go out and get? I think you either like, like I, I agree with Stephen A. Smith. Da- Damian Lillard or Carl Anthony Towns. One of the two. And you and if you and if you want to go even bigger, go bigger. Go bigger. But it's one as of right now, looking at those two, it's one of the two. Maybe even KD. That's been rumored for years, but maybe even him. But I'll just ask you briefly before I say anything. So I'm looking you said Carl Anthony Towns. I'm looking at their team. Mitchell Robinson's their current center. Yeah, I can't stand him either. He the, he he's not he's so like he's not physical at all. He doesn't he doesn't show any sign of signs of toughness. He's he's a he's a decent rebounder, but having him and Carl Anthony Towns would be would be a nice little matchup, especially like you could you can put uh Mitchell Robinson on the bench and then you can start Carl Anthony Towns. But you like, think Towns with while keeping Randall and the rest? No, I want Randall gone. I don't care. I, I, I want him gone. I don't care. I don't care if they bring in Austin. I'd rather have Austin Reeves than Julius Randle. I would rather have a one-legged Paul George <laughs> than Julius Randle. I would rather have Anthony Davis in a wheelchair than Julius Randle. I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. Passionate about him. I'll say, at least for me, this probably wasn't the series I paid attention to the most, but I'll at least give my respects to Brunson because... We talked about like the Tatums, the Jimmy Butlers, the Steph Currys, like the people who've either carried the teams or just given it their all every game. Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson has given it his all. Like, I mean, game six, he had forty-one points while playing forty-five minutes, yep. which is crazy. I mean, you gotta give him all the respect. I mean, the Dallas Mavericks are just <coughs> poverty for even getting rid of him. Like, not yep. trying to keep him. They decided to get Kyrie Irving instead. <laughs> They're funny. Okay. I do like Kyrie, though. I, like I do Kyrie like Kyrie, but I like him. they were more successful when they had Brunson on that team. I agree. He's he's a good player. He's a very good and player. That's, they need to surround him with other players similar to his game and his play style, and then they will extend their season and go far in the playoffs. I'd say probably Dame is going to be... if. Because he's rotting right now in Portland. Mm-hmm. He's rotting. Like, we said, uh, Houston, we thought, like, Houston was one of the worst teams. I think Portland might be the worst team. Like They're bad. They are rotting right now. I mean, Dame, I mean, they had a decent record, actually. I mean, looking back at it, they had a decent record, but primarily because of Dame. But they got nothing else. Like They got rid of CJ McCollum halfway through the year. Yeah, he, I think that was, like, two years the, ago. Oh, it was two years ago? Yeah, he's been with the Pelicans this whole year. Uh, I'm, I'm tripping. But, uh, but, yeah, they got rid of him. But, like, he's got nobody, so, like, I feel like Dame has to be shipped somewhere. Like, he's got to compete. Mm-hmm. He wants to compete. I'd, I mean, if the Knicks got him, I mean, that I'll would be... I'll tell you what. That'd be a game changer right there. I, I, I do like the Knicks. I'm passionate about... the. I, I, I like the Knicks. I, I, I would consider myself a Knicks fan, I guess. I The only reason I root for the Suns is because of D-Book, and that's why I'm a Suns fan. But could you imagine... If the Knicks got D book, I might lose my mind. D, what the heck? No, you'll be a Knicks fan the next day. That's what I'm saying. If Bruh. if the Knicks got D book, like, what are you smoking right now? Um, could you imagine that? That'd be beautiful. Bruh, you tripping, my man? It, it ain't happening. That, no, okay. That'd be, that'd be beautiful. Dame is no, uh, a good possibility. This not, is fantasy. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not gonna happen. It's never going to happen. But could you imagine? Oh, you'd explode. I might lose my mind. I like. I mean, this might, man might as well would, put me on first take. This man would move to New York, probably. He'd go. You'd be drinking with World of T-shirts, probably. World of T-shirts, my. You'd gosh. be drinking with him every night in New York, but I mean, I, I'd say Dame is probably their best bet to improve. I mean, yeah. they did play a very good Heat team. We talked about the Heat a lot already. I mean, they had to go against Jimmy Butler. I mean, Jimmy Butler though. This series, I mean, he wasn't like how he was against the Bucks. I mean, in Game Six, he only had twenty four points. So, I mean, he, he played good. His presence is still yeah. Like his presence his... was still very good. Adebayo, their center, had a very good game as well. Game Six, he had twenty three points. So, I mean, yeah, Jimmy Butler had a good series. It wasn't anything like 
masterful. But, I mean, it really did show just how not great the Knicks are at the moment. And I do think they could probably get rid of Randall. I mean, he showed up in the regular season, don't get me wrong. And, I mean, if they want that regular season success, if that's what they care about, keep him. Well, keep him for exactly. that. But, just I mean, disappoint all of New York even more. When you have people that don't show up in the playoffs, like, consistently, like, that's when you have to think they're not going to help us win a championship. They can help us do good in the regular season, but they won't help us win a championship. So, Just, can, will they trade him? Do you think they will? I don't think they're going to because they, they look at the stats and they see that he's third-team All-NBA and they're like, oh, this guy's, you know. And they have insider information about his attitude and all that, and they, they brush it off. That's, that's the organization. They need to get rid of him. At the end of the day, go Suns. I love the book. You think they could swap him with Portland? Like send Randall? Julius to um, uh, swap with Dane. I don't think it. It probably it wouldn't be a one for one. It wouldn't be a one for one. But do you think? Yeah, it wouldn't be a one for one. But um, I think he could be included in a deal. Hopefully, he is included in a deal because I want him far away from him <laughs> as possible. Yeah. But Carlin, you got any thoughts about this matchup? I hope we get. I hope the Knicks not really. Back. I think it was probably one of the weakest matches matchups in this past conference. Yeah. You got the bracket up. Who the Knicks play first round? They played Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland, I thought, I mean, we didn't talk about the first round at all. I thought Cleveland, I mean, going into the playoffs. Their roster is... What uh, seed were they? It's solid. Four. They're a four. Four seed. It yeah. was a four and five seed, which normally is... I mean... It's, it's a, a big game's fit off. Yeah. Yeah. They had Donovan Mitchell. Well, the thing with the Knicks, though, is I was looking. Their division is tough. And it's Celtics, Sixers, Knicks, Nets, Raptors. Um, and the one thing that's kind of annoying me right now just looking at the NBA uh, playoffs, is that a lot of teams from the same divisions make it as, like, an eighth seed or a seventh seed. And normally, like, in NFL terms, the sixth seed or the seventh seed never make it past round one. Yeah. And if they do, they get easily smushed the next round. Honestly, but, all, but then again, you look at the Lakers and the yeah. Heat, they're kicking it. So, yeah, I don't I don't know what the Knicks are going to do. Um and who knows? The Sixers could go down next year if they lose. Um, what's his name? Harden. It, it's going to be a rough. It'll be an interesting off season. Off season. It'll yeah, be interesting it's not. Right, it's going to be rough. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, just to conclude the discussion, I think you did bring up a good point. The Heat and Lakers, they were two playoff or playing teams. Playing teams. Like you don't expect much from play playing teams. Like the Heat lost their first game, didn't they? In the plane? Yeah, they did. They did. Like, you don't expect much from these teams. And we might, they both might be in the championship. They both might be. Honestly, I think Lakers and Heat would be the most interesting finals. Hell no. I want Braun far away from that championship. I agree, but I'm saying <laughs> I think it would be more interesting because you see two Cinderella, yeah. so, Cinderella stories make it. Yeah. Um, But... It's going to be Nuggets, Celtics all day. Yeah, I'd say for our discussion, Lakers would probably be the most interesting. We can rant about that all the time. But any final thoughts, any of you? My last final thought is Devin Booker, if you're out there and you listen to this someday, just I would love to help out uh, with you and the Suns or wherever you're at. <laughs> uh, go Suns. Go D-Book. I got your bag, brother. Well. That'll do it for us. Uh, thank you all for listening. Our next episode probably will be released coming soon. It'll be We'll talk about the NHL playoffs, the second round. It should be concluding soon. There is a By the time we're recording this, Seattle and Dallas are playing Game 7 right now, so we'll be talking about the second round of the playoffs. Probably They're, Wednesday. Probably Wednesday we'll release it. But there are a lot of good matchups that happened in the NHL, so we'll discuss all of that. But from Dan Smith, Carlin Jacob, I'm John Dodaro, and have a great day, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.